Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Talk Too Much. <laughs> we have a super exciting episode on the way, but before I introduce that and our guest, I want to say what's up, y'all. It's India Sage. I'm Dre Betty. I'm Diamond Good. And it's Janera. And we have a special person. <laughs> nah, we have. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So we have a special person in the building. She comes from Wilmington, Delaware, rapper, artist. I want to say artist because she is multi-talented. On the come up right now is Zuki Baby. What's up? <laughs> hey girl. How are you? You know, I'm chilling. So welcome to Black Girls Talk Too Much, ladies. Welcome. Thank ladies, you for having welcome. me. Girl, appreciate y'all. Of course. It's lit. I've been I've been watching. You've been watching? Yeah. What you thinking? Yeah. What you thinking? Nah, nah, nah. I ain't thinking nothing. <laughs> I'm here. Look, we vibing. Okay. We vibing. I'm just here. Okay, okay. So I am glad that we were able to finally get you on. Um, definitely have been a artist that we said needs to come on the show. Okay. Um, this episode is really going to kind of dig deep into, you know, your journey and your story, um, how you even got to the point that you are right now, mm -hmm. and then all of the great things that are going to come. Um, the underlying um, conversation that we're having today is just about being a woman in the space of a man-dominated world and still being able to, you know, assume, um, you know, confidence and um, just being able to be assertive or to demand certain things or to ask for certain things and you know get it on on time and and how it should be you know what I mean according to what you like oh so we're going to talk about all of that ladies um so starting opening up give us a little background on you and you know your upbringing well <laughs> um I grew up in uh Wilmington Delaware over north um and uh, I have how many brothers? I got like four, four brothers. I got I'm the only girl and I'm the oh, baby, wow. so I was full. Mm -hmm. Whatever. My mom was like, "She a girl. <laughs> she a girl. Y'all need no. She a girl. Y'all boys. <laughs> well, I mean boys. So, I mean, yeah. So um, it was a pretty dope experience growing up. Uh, two of my brothers, they're twins. Mm -hmm. They do music. They could play like almost any instrument you put in front of them, like by ear, like oh, literally, wow. like what's that? Oh, alright, let me play it. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I used to get jealous because I'm like, anything they touch was gold. And I'm like, oh, word. I tried playing instruments. I literally tried, like, the clarinet, I the drum. Clarinet, it's hard. It's listening, that wind. Sure. And then your little, your little pick get, get on. I'm like, asthmatic. Like stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, I'm <laughs> asthmatic, too. You be like. Look, I'm trying to tell you what a <laughs> nun is. So the asthmatic people try to play the clarinet. It's yes. Not, I tried the flu for a day, but I was like, nah, I had the dead dad. See, I tried the violin. I tried the violin. Yo, I, I promise. I lost my little song. You like, this is I tried the flute too. You tried the flute. But it was only to be in the school band, but I didn't even know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to use it like high school. Though. Yeah. I didn't know what I was looking at. I used to sing. Seriously, you just play anything. Yeah. Anything that came to your ear. Yeah. You Man, I wasn't even playing nothing. I was just blowing. <laughs> right. I wasn't even holding my finger down. But y'all tried to play like a whole bunch of different instruments. Nothing ever stuck. Like, I ain't, except for my brother was playing piano, and I used to like sing little melodies along with it. I'm like, I'm like, all right. So they like, hmm. 
like you on something as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I used to go to school singing in the hallway. This one guy named Raymond, I'll never forget this guy. He was like, sing that one song you be singing. It was four minutes by Avon. And I was like, only got four minutes. Do what I gotta do to get to you. And that's the only song I knew, like real life. That's really the only song I knew how to sing. So he was like, all right, that's what's up. But we tired of hearing that. Sing something else. I'm like, Shaggy. What you mean, say something? No, that's all I know. Like, so I started busting a note. I don't know what I was thinking, but that's the day I found out I was not a soprano. Cause I hit something and that joint went left. And he was like, oh, yeah, no. Nah. Go back and sing in a bomb, bro. I'm like, oh, why? So, yeah, that was that. But uh, then, like, just growing up, um, I have, like, I did choir in middle school. I did choir in high school. But high school, it kind of stuck because my teacher, like, really, like, took me under her wing and was like, yo, like, you can really, you know what I'm saying? I want to sign you up for this. I want to put you in this. So I'm like, all right, I guess. Right. So then she was like, I want you to come sing for my church choir. I was like, nah, I'm cool. And um, my friend at the time, my mentor was like, I'll buy you a McFlurry if you go to rehearsal. I'm like, say less. Yo, McFlurry's dragging. What? Oreo? Especially if the machine working. Yeah. Facts. The machine never the machine machine never never It was working that day. God was on the side. God was on the side. She knew I wasn't pulling up, but that machine wasn't working. Oh, God, I was not pulling up. Nah. So we had pulled up to the choir rehearsal. And she like, go up there and sing. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. She said, I had to come. And she said, I had to sing. So I'm chilling. So my, this is like white girl, white, a sweetest girl you'll ever meet. Like real, like, just real, like, quirk, quirky, like, just real. So she goes up there. This is my, this is an all-black church. This is the day. <laughs> she go up there like. She starts singing. She's like, come on, get up here, Zoop. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm not feeling the vibe, man. I don't know about that. So she like, she ended up getting me up there, and I just start, I don't even know. I just start really going. I'm like, oh, all right. So we just start rocking out with that choir for a little bit. And um, she really helped me, like, uh, kind of learn my vocal range a little bit, learn where I was comfortable with, learn kind of really how to, like, tune my voice. Uh, I'm still growing as time goes or whatever, but... And then I had, uh, in high school, I had met this guy named Bang Jackson. He does all my videos. I'm not sure if you guys know Bang. But um, he, uh, I had sent him, like, the first song I ever recorded. And he was like, yo. I'm thinking he gassed me. I'm like, yo, stop. Yeah, I just met him, like, on Facebook. I just posted it. And he was like, yo, this song is fire. Da-da-da-da. I'm like, really? He like, yeah. He like, I want you to come on. I want, you, I want to show you how you're supposed to be doing it, though. Because it was terrible. Was, this is back when I was recording my mama's basement. So he like this is how he really broke it down to me like this is this is how you mix this is what you do this is how you chop this is how you do this do that the oh, third never yeah never asked me for nothing never was like we was just in the stew ever since then I was literally we was meeting up every day going to shows every day like just doing videos just doing a bunch of music really and he sent me this one song was like I want you to rap I said nah I'm not a rapper well that's <laughs> that's you go ahead and rap he like nah I want you to rap so I'm like oh, all right. So I tried it. I don't know. I was feeling myself after that. You couldn't tell me. I wasn't a rapper. I was like, well, why? I'm about to flame this. So then people was just like, yo, I want you to rap. I want you to. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But I had stopped doing music for like, uh, I don't know. Like after I had after I had Ava, my daughter, princess. Aww. So yeah, I had stopped uh, for a little while just to get myself together and just, you know, regroup. <laughs> But, you know, my baby getting older now. Mommy got flourish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah, that's kind So, you're actually not just a rapper. I'm pretty sure you also have a full-time or part-time job. Oh, yeah. In I addition be, to that, you're a mom. Man, he busting me. How so, is this working be, out? Man, they know. I'll be telling them every day. I already packed my bags. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. I know the feeling of that. Chasing after your dreams and working, too. That's tough. 
Yeah. I think that's the toughest part. Do you mind sharing your yeah. age? How are you? I'm 25. You're 25? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're pretty much all in the same age mm-hmm. bracket. I'm 26. And it is. It's tough. Like, how do you deal with that? Balancing work life and career. Dream, you know, and following your dreams. Her? My mama? <laughs> like, if I ain't have my mama, that's I don't me. know what. Like, my mom, between my mom, mom, my mama. If I ain't had it to be like, yo, I gotta, I gotta go bust this move, I gotta do a show. And she's like, all right, I understand, Zakia. You know, this is gonna benefit all of us. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying. She be with it, so I'm like, all right, you know. Then I come back and I handle my business. But I mean, I try to just balance it out as much as I can. The toughest thing really is work, cause I be at work. I, I don't go to work to work, honestly. I don't, I don't do nothing they tell me to do, honestly. I don't, cause my mind be like Zugerji. Like what? If it ain't about Zugerji, it really just don't connect. I tried doing the nine to five thing. I be trying, but they be like, do this paperwork. I be like, get out my face. I can write you a song or something. Give me a hook, because that's all I got for you. Don't be asking me to do no extra stuff. I don't come here to work, for real. I show up. They should be blessed that they got my present. That's how I be seeing it. I know that's right. So you are a songwriter as well. Yeah, yeah. I like, I mean, I like to do, I just like to create, honestly. You like to create. Like, you a creator. I draw. I can't paint. I'm not good, but I will do it. I like doing it, but I just like to create. You're an artist. Yeah. So what middle school high school would you go to? I went to, uh, I went to AI Middle and I went to, I was about to lie, but I don't like telling people where I went. No, no, <laughs> I went to, don't lie. Look, look, I went to John Dickinson. Dickinson. John, okay, John. yeah. Very high school did you okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was my feeder. So you talked a little bit, you hinted at Izukaji. I don't even want to go too deep into that yet, but I do want to talk about that high energy level performance. Let's talk about some of the women or men that you um, looked up to, you know, as you were building yourself as an artist and kind of felt that high energy from that may, you know, probably, um, you know, motivate you and inspire you when you get ready to write. Um, Probably uh, me, myself and I. Mm -hmm. That's it. I don't really. uh, I mean, I listen to other people and all that, but I, I honestly, within the time that I had took off. Uh, raising my child I took time to myself to just learn myself and I think that's why I excel as an artist because I'm comfortable with who I am I know who I am I literally like took time to literally like break myself down I was not happy with the person that I was four or three years ago and it was like I gotta I gotta make a shift here and something something was just off I wasn't liking the things that I was doing the mindset that I had was just off so I just literally took time to myself I ain't really I literally went ghost on everybody I ain't really deal with nobody I ain't really do nothing when I came back before I even drop, I observed a lot of the artists. I seen a lot of things. I seen some things that I like. I seen some things that I didn't like. I seen some things that I could probably do, but like I could probably do it my way. So <clears throat> I don't really aim to be like anyone. I really just kind of want to create my own lane, honestly. But um, I do, uh, growing up, well, I guess when I first started, it was just kind of like, I'm going to just go perform. I don't even be like knowing how my performances be about to be. I'm just like, I'm going to just perform like I'm in the crib. Like, I'm really be in the crib practicing. Like, my sister just be like, right, yeah, I like that. Run it back. I'm like, all right, from the top. And we just be rocking out. So, for me, it's like I'm in the stew all over again. I don't really think about it like, yeah, let me go out here and bust this and bust that. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to just grab that mic and rock out for real. So, that's kind of just... I guess where it come from. And I just, you know, I got ADHD, so I just can't help myself sometimes. So I'll be all over the place. Are there any artists that people do compare you to? Like, have oh, you ever man. heard? What are some of those artists? Missy Elliott. Missy. Yeah, yeah. Missy. Yeah. Uh, that's really, like, the main one that I have. Yeah, I've, I've got Missy Elliott, like, like a lot. Would you ever work for her? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was trying, I, was, I was mad at her a couple months ago. I was trying <laughs> to get her attention. <laughs> she better stop playing with the kid, too. But, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, I want to work with a lot of different artists, but you know, it's Pioneer Crew right now. Okay, Pioneer Crew, let's talk about that. <laughs> Facts. Okay, so before we go into that, I have a question. Yeah, go so ahead. I go ahead. understand the rest. When, what's your zodiac sign? Oh, I'm a Cancer. Okay. Oh, that's how she gonna understand you now. Let's <laughs> think about the questions she gonna ask a Cancer. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. <laughs> no, I'm a, you know, I just like to get to know people and see how I can connect with them in different bases. You know, what's yours? What's I'm a Scorpio. Oh, alright. What month? I don't even know. October. October to November. Oh yeah, I'm a zodiac. You a Scorpio person. too? Mm-hmm. We're very compatible, like in friendship and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cancer and Scorpio. That's oh, my gift. So I don't wonder because I'm like, oh, I, I understand. You, you, you relate to her. That's what's up. I'm an Aries. I'm a random one in the bunch. I'm not sorry that you're an Aries. I'm sorry I'm an Aries either. Aries are lit. Yo, get you an Aries in your life, okay? I'll pass. They will motivate you. The shade. What about you get the job? No shade. Listen, they all got an Aries on their team though, right? You see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm here. But what were we talking about? Pioneer Crew. So your career has definitely took a little... Turn, oh, yeah. right? It's it's crazy, and, for real. and so you know we see the hashtag Pioneer Crew. How'd that come together? Yo, it's so funny because I um when I first started doing when I dropped give give him hell was supposed to be a, that was the give first track. Hell. Give him hell, give him hell. <laughs> That's my you know what I'm saying flashback. But yeah, uh that was supposed to be a throwaway. I was like, I'm gonna just drop this, see how people react, and that John just kind of took off, and I was like, oh, alright, I must be on to something here. So after that, I kind of gave myself a year. I was like, I'm gonna give myself a year to really make something happen for myself so we was like we was traveling so we went down to atlanta we was doing i had a deal link down to atlanta turned them down they was talking stupid so i was like no nah, we gotta go so we came back down delaware um and i had dropped another song called the code and that joint just kind of went viral on the gram it got dj diamond cuts attention a lot of different uh just a lot of different and uh by i got vibe uh editor-in-chief vibe magazine attention with that video he was like really in my dm talking heavy i gotta hear it yeah, for sure, for what, sure, for sure. All of them. Oh, cold, yeah, cold. All of them. Give them hell. Yeah, yeah all of them. She's the truth. How will we find to... you on? I, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. How will we find you on um, Apple Music? I'm under. Uh, type in Zook, Google me. Zuki. Let's say it out for the Z O O K I E. Zuki. Everything is really like uh, in my bio too. Like everything you need to know. That link in my bio. So give us your Instagram. Yeah, I'm Zuki Baby. Is my Instagram. I M Z O O K I E. Um, ain't no underscore, just straight I M Z O K I A. Yeah. So I met Zuki um, at a show for, I believe that was oh, yeah. Dom's show. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, King Dom, shout out to King Dom. He does, um, he does a show uh, every month or so in Delaware at the Queen, and it's like a music mm-hmm. um, type of showcase. And so artists come from, you know, Upper Delaware, Lower Delaware, you know, Wilmington, whatever, and they perform. And so, you know, first of all, I was standing outside. I don't even know if you remember this because I peeped you before I even really peeped you. So I was standing outside and I think I was doing like my intro because I was covering the event. And you were walking up with your mom, right? And then y'all walked past me and I looked and I was like, your hair, just everything about you is just like, (laughs) she ain't here for the show. Right? So I was like, all right, so when I go in here, you know, I'm going to, you know, just kind of watch. And I was just watching you and I'm just like, okay. Then they said... 
you know, they called you to the stage. And then when you came on, that energy was explosive. It was like, yo, I haven't seen this in a long time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was up on the stage, like, no, like, really, like, standing there recording, like, just in awe. And then every, every, you know, other time I ever hosted at the Queen, you know, you were performing. And I was just like, yo, I'm her number one fan. Like, okay, they got shirts in her mind. Like, period. Like, she's lit. Like, I got you. Yeah, like, she's the truth. So, anyways... Um, so you talked a little bit about Pioneer Crew and oh, yeah. how you kind of did that. And when you were talking about that, you hinted on, um, you was like, um, it was a foo-foo deal in Atlanta. What oh, do yeah. some of those deals look like for artists that Pretty, like? Have? So I had got offered this three single $30,000 uh, $30, production deal. And I'm like, for one, I make more than that a year right now. Two, <laughs> come correct. Right, two, right. For two, you called me for a reason. Okay, right. come right. correct. For three, I'm educated. I'm correct. <laughs> like, so it was just kind of like, they kind of wanted to, they thought they was dealing with somebody that ain't really know what they was talking about. And then when I started asking them questions, it was like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? Like, so um, basically kind of like, they had people flying, they had people flying to Delaware to come meet me, mm-hmm. talking all this, after I had left, talking all this, well, now we want to do 75. And I'm like, that's still, three. that's still, just come on. Like, come on. Like, come on. So it was just kind of like, we had the dead. And then they weren't, the real reason why I didn't really go with them, because I I probably would have negotiated a deal, but not that deal. But they wasn't moving how I was moving at the time. I was on, I'm on go. You're not about to tell me to sit back and wait. And I'm on go right now. You're not about to slow me up. I'm looking at your artist. Your artist been pumping this song for three years. Fall back, bro. I I, I just can't, I can't pause for no one. I'm trying to eat out here. You ain't really bringing nothing to the table. And it just wasn't it just wasn't uh the right time or the right people so when uh i dropped the code sat actually ended up reaching out to him it's like yo like you're really dope i want to work with you i want to uh send you some beats to be on your on your album this is when i was just working on my own little just my own little thing gonna put up on itunes you know what I'm saying? something light you know what I'm saying? just drop it and um i had ended up sending him back the song he sent me like three different beats mm-hmm. i ended up sending him back some stuff and he was like Alright, it's just hot. I'm like, really? He like, I ain't really even really I was like, I don't know, like I don't really know. So he ended up coming down here. We ended up setting I set it up a meeting with him when he came down here and he was like, I'm trying like I'm trying to really work with you, like not 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 like send you no beats, like I'm trying to work. And I'm like, Alright, I mean let's work. Next day he like, yo, can you meet me at the studio right now? So he showed me already, like we moving. Right. Alright, pulled up to the studio. He like, bet. Here you go. What you think about this? He playing. We playing beats. Da, da, da. I'm like that. Went in there. Made a hit that night. Made a hit that night. So it will be on Zuger G, by the way. And it will be on Zuger G. We know what the name of it, what the name of it is yet? The, uh, just that one. Just that one. If you don't give me nothing else. Betsy. Okay. Betsy. The song I just want to know so when I hear song, it, I can feel this moment. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. For sure. For you sure. The me? song is called Betsy. Okay. Made a hit that night. Came back, he like, well, what you think about a five, you know, five, uh, let me produce an album for you. Like a five song EP, something like, you know, just see how you feel. I'm like, what I think about, let's get it. <laughs> like, that's, I don't even gotta think about it. Like, what's up, let's get it. He like, all right. So we, he sent me a pack. I got like a little setup studio at home. So I immediately, you know, when Sap send you a pack, it's not, you know, you gotta dive up in that. Like, you right. can't just, I ain't sitting So I immediately like, just went in that night, went through like a bunch of stuff, sent him back a bunch of reference tracks. He like, Yo, like, what you, what you think about like being, being part of Pioneer <laughs> Crew? Like, I'm like, right. yeah, like, let's get it. Like, come on, so we set that up. Boom, I'm the first artist on Pioneer Crew. Shout out to you. So then it's, we keep going. He like, 
what you think about it? Tense, because the EP was supposed to be fire. So he like, we make it hit after hit. Like, it's, it's nonstop. Like, everything I'm sending him, he like, this billboard, this billboard, this billboard. He like, what you think about 10? So he said, I feel like we got too many to do just five. He like, let's do 10. I'm like, all right, let's do 10 then. Mm-hmm. We gonna do 10. We did 10. <laughs> it may be more than 10. I don't know, because I'm in a I'm in a rare form right now. I don't know. <laughs> I've been cooking, so I don't it may be more than 10. We we just cooking up until I feel like I'm comfortable that I have enough vibes that I can reach everybody. That's that I want to reach everybody. I'm at least get a leg tapped by you. Right, I want to reach right. you. So um, that's that's pretty much how that whole situation. We just kind of linked up on Instagram and just met up, and it's just been love ever since. How he moved is exactly how I've been moving. Like any like he really like sat. I don't know if you guys know. He like was so laid back. He like yo whatever you want. Like we gonna make it happen. Like I'm like all right. I want this. I want boom bam bam. He like that. We got an energy drink coming out. Zugerji, mm, Zugerji, and that's also the name of the album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got. I mean, it's it's like a whole bunch. He like he wants this to be as industry as possible. Like, so I'm just like, so, so do I. Right. <laughs> so I mean, it's just been love, the vibe, the whole team that he linked me with. Like, and these are people I don't even know. He just like, you know, if you, I want, I want this person to be a manager. I want this person to uh, do the graphics. I want only only request I had is that Bang stayed my uh, videographer. That's really the only. And then was this Benny Black or no Bang Bang Jackson? Bang Jackson. We do. I do want Benny back on the team though. I do. Uh, I do want him on the team. I I do want him on the team though. I met him at the mall. Right. Right. So we we talking. Bang. Also, um, we follow each other. He's dope. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So the ladies can weigh in on this question as well. I'm gonna pose it to you, but I definitely want y'all to weigh in. Do you feel like it's more pressure for a woman coming in the industry to change who she is and to kind of adapt to society's wants and needs of her than? Oh, oh, for sure. That's mm-hmm. that's what I got in Atlanta. They was like, well, yeah, we want you, but we want you to change this and do this, and we want to partner you with this. We want you to be more like her. I'm like, so you want everybody on your label to be the same, and that's how you gonna market or everybody else. Like, come on, bro. Everybody look the same nowadays. Yeah. So like, it's like if you stand out, nobody wants you to stand out. Yeah. That's the thing about it. Like, not even just a guy and woman thing. Just period. Nobody wants you to stand out. Mm-hmm. So when you do stand out, it's a problem. It's an issue. People don't really take to it too well. You know what I'm saying? But as far as men and women, I think that women in the industry have to go for this sexy, you know, be the girl that every guy Mm -hmm. wants or every girl wants to be. And then for guys, it's like, oh, well, either you be this man in a suit and tie or you be this drug dealer, Mm -hmm. gang banger, you know what I'm saying? And then I just, I don't know. And if you're not, then you're a weirdo. Exactly. But I I get excited when people call me weirdo. I like that. What about y'all? I think individuality is important. Oh, You you know when, and so you said as far as like, do you think it's harder for women coming in the industry to, do you think that it's more, um, more women are kind of forced to be something that they're not coming into the industry than men, basically. Well, the, when you think, anytime you go industry, is definitely all about the money. So sex sales. So they're going to try to do anything to get a certain type of, to get the money. That's what, it's, that's what it is. But, you know, if you want what you want, it's going to be the slow grind. And you just got to be patient. I think that's what it is. That's the main thing. Um, 
in this the same time sex sales so if they want to exploit you they will they will ask you to but i think that you know being able and i'm gonna let time weigh in i think that's very true but i think coming in early on saying this is what i will do mm-hmm. and won't do is so important and i think people miss that step you know i'm not sure i'm not in those bands i'm not you know Absolutely. At the table. but i think they miss those steps of letting someone know like this is this is as far, about as far as i'm willing to go don't push me further than that and then it just becomes a thing where it's like a tumbleweed mm-hmm. well you did this so you should be you want to do this right and you did that and it's just like you know being more aware of those types of conversations and kind of just you know putting putting your 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 um putting your list of standards in early so mm-hmm. that people don't cross those boundaries that's what you think i agree with Janier. um when she said but like in this generation like with social media you can be yourself you don't Mm -hmm. have to be what they want you to be because now you have your own platform Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are getting very successful on their own platform on instagram so i just feel like if you continue on doing how you want to do it and just getting yourself out there you could really go super far because you don't need to get acceptance from they they need to accept you now at this point like you don't have to try to go meet with them so they can tell you what they want now you demand what you want and they either want to take it or they want to leave it so shout out to you know social medias now for like helping people get their stuff going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because absolutely, like, you know, to go back to what you said as far as what you're willing to accept, mm-hmm. of course they're going to try you. That's anybody. When if somebody wants something from you, they're going to try their hand. So especially if you're in business. If I'm in a business, I'm if I'm in sales, right? I used to sell clothes. I worked at a high-end department store. I was a manager. I'm gonna try my hand. I'm gonna say, you know what, ma'am? Do you like this three hundred dollars shirt? Yes, I love it. It's so nice. I'm like, it's chiffon, right? No, that's too much. Okay, I'm going to go down to the $100 one. I see if you like this one. I'm going to try, you know what I mean? I'm going to try my hand. So you're going to be tried, but it's up to you and your character, and it speaks on to where you're going to go, where you allow the limits, where you allow them to reach you. Did you feel any pressure to actually, you know, go the industry route, or were you, or did you originally want to be independent first and then you know hopefully seek you know industry support yeah i mean we um we got some things in the works but uh <laughs> we as for right now and for the future it's going to be a pioneer crew for a long time but even if we do decide to link with bigger labels it's still going to be under pioneer crew but um i didn't feel uh i didn't really feel no pressure i always wanted to be independent anyway just because I was with other people and my creative control was taken away from me. So it's like, I just, I'm the type of person where I got to be able to rock out. Like you can't contain me. You can't tell me what to do. If you tell me what to do, I'm going to do exactly what you tell me not to do just on purpose because that's just who I am. So it's just like, I just can't. Yeah. (laughs) She know. (laughs) I just, I just can't like, I just got to rock out. Like, so I just got to rock out. Do you have a rebellious nature about you? Some may say. <laughs> some may say. Um, look, um, some may say probably, yeah, probably. How much does going going against the grain get you in trouble in an industry like this? Um, I don't really know because I don't really, I don't really look at anybody as my boss. I don't really look at nobody as ownership over me. So as far as like, even like when I'm at work, they be like, "You my, I'm your supervisor. You need to, no, you're not." <laughs> I don't need to do nothing but take care of my child. Like, who are you? Like, what? Go here somewhere. Like, 
Like, you like a stack over me and Sally. Like, pipe down. Like, come on, you doing all that for a stack. You let them know early. Yeah, yeah, like they know. I don't need. Come on. I agree with that aspect. No one is my boss. You know, I've, something I've learned to do, because I used to be rebel- very rebellious as well, is to learn how to take a bit of direction because I think I know everything. Sometimes, and I'm like, I know the best way to do it. Like, the other, yesterday we were talking about, um, or last week, not, it was last week, we were talking about um, putting our something together for us. I'm like, oh, I can, you know, we allocated parts. I'm like, oh, I can do that part. I can do that part in my head. I can do the whole thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I'm like, that's not reality. And I just have to learn how to really take direction. And this helped me as a person. I used to be like that, though. But it's also a good thing because it allows you to stay your journey without anyone trying to inflict their any insecurities they may have or any thoughts of who they wanted to be mm-hmm. on you. It allows oh, you to be free. So yeah. I, I like that. And that's what I really like about working with uh, Sap and Matt. I don't know if you guys know Maddie. Um, he's my manager. I just met him when we went to the... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. they just like... I want... Everything like they say to me is just like for one, we all think of, like it's so weird. Like we all like be I'm like I had this idea and like, yo, I was thinking that too. <laughs> I mean, like, facts. And they all just like I, we just want you to be comfortable, whatever we do. Like they run everything by me, like I run everything by them just to make sure we all on the same page, just to make sure communication is there. But they just really want me to be comfortable with anything that I do. So I'm just like, let's rock out. Right. I'm sure working with a team comes with its ups and downs. If you say, what's the one most challenging thing you feel like you faced since having to actually now share your ideas with other people and expect them to come through like you would come through for yourself? Oh, yeah. I think really, uh, as far as, like, my team, I think probably, like, timing and scheduling because it's, like, it's it's me, Sat, Maddie, Bang, Yanni. I got the boy from Philly getting him down here via... Just to shoot, like, look, we got commercials we shooting for the, uh, like, it's just, I think timing is probably the only thing that we've really, like, had an issue dealing with and just, um, pretty much, everybody's pretty much on the same, like, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty transparent about what I want as far as we doing treatments, I, this is what I wanted to look like, this is, and they're like, all right, bet, got you, boom, and they really bring it out to life, but, um, I think really just timing and just getting getting everybody on one accord is kind of hard to make sure everybody has that same vision for this one project. Like this is what we're doing. So that's just kind of that's probably been like the toughest. But other than that, like everything been like really like really good. Honestly, like really like it's crazy. <laughs> that's a blessing that that has worked out for you because there's so many women that you know are in the industry, and we were speaking about this last night where they don't necessarily. Um, get a man saying okay this is what you want let's do this it's usually oh she's so demanding oh she's a bitch oh she's this oh she's that you know what i mean like you know you're able to handle your business and be respected still they know they they know i do go into diva mode on set but (laughs) but they know they know it's for the best i just want it to be done a certain way (laughs) just want it to come out a certain way so it's like you know and they wanted, and you know, I feel like they understand it though, because it's like that's what they want too. Like they want it to be done a certain way, so it's been to be done a certain way. So yeah. So if you could teach us the beginning stages of writing a song, what would that look like? Um, it'll it'll look like listening. Okay, we listening, girl. No, I just, just listen. <laughs> for real. Like I don't when I when I write a song, a lot of times I have like a beat. I can pick like you can pick a random beat. Sometimes it won't even go to that beat. 
But um, I try to like listen to the beat, really study the beat first before I even write the song. I want to see how the beat ride. I want to see when it switches up, when that drum coming, when that kick coming, when that violin coming. So I know that if something the beat changes, I need to go with that beat. I need to move with that beat. I need to do this. I need to maneuver with that beat. Um, but really just listen and studying. Um, also just studying your words, knowing that you're, I mean, I don't know. I know for me, I try to be mindful of what I say because I know there's power in my words. And I know I have a lot of uh, young fans as well, too. So I try to be really mindful of what I say. But um, just for me personally, I don't, I don't really do the mumble. You know what I'm saying? I, don't really, I want you to hear what I'm trying to say. I want you to understand the message that I'm trying to portray, that I'm trying to come across. So um, I guess the first stage for me is just to listen and let that beat tell you. I live, that's what I tell, I let the beat tell me. Like, all right. You want me to sing? I'm going to sing, baby. What you want me to do? You want me to hum? I'm a hum, baby. Like, come on now. Tell me what you want. So that's just kind of like how I be, how I think. What do you think about some of these newer artists? City Girls, Cash Doll, um, Malibu Mitch. I don't know. It's, um, a diff- it's, a, it's a lot of them out here. What do you think about this new sound? I'm going to be honest. I don't really listen to, to a like, if I'm with my, my sister or something and she played on the radio, I listen to it. Mm-hmm. I don't really listen to it. I listen to a lot of local artists. Okay. I don't really listen to a lot of industry. Like, if they come on the radio, I typically don't even listen to the radio. I've only been listening to SAP, self-improved lately. Okay, so shout out to SAP. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, right, I'm just dropped on all platforms. Shameless plug. Yeah, you know I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I don't really, uh, I don't really, I listen to, you know who I do like? I like Lil Baby. I do like, I love I like Lil Baby. Baby. I like Roddy Rich. Yeah, I do. Oh, I love Roddy Rich. Yeah, I like Roddy Rich. I just got put on to him too. Shout out my baby Doobie. And um who else? I I, I did like I like uh A Boogie with the hoodie. I okay, do like yeah, A Boogie. A Boogie's dope. Um Davies was just out here. You, you listen to Davies a little I actually don't. I haven't I don't think I've heard one song from him actually. Oh, wow. I heard Davies he was good, but I haven't heard Davies is dope. I haven't heard any of his music. I like Davies because he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. <laughs> I he, think that's why he's really nice to look I at. I think that's everybody's he's talented. He's talented though. And then he yeah. grew the dread braids and I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, that was, go back to the waves, but facts. I'm sorry. Nah, facts. <laughs> well, opening the question back up to the table, I personally feel like, you know, when women, a lot of women artists come out in the industry, they're always immediately looked at as you have to be a role model. Right, but I don't usually hear that on the other end of things. Do you think it's it's a responsibility as a celebrity to be a role model? Like, is that really your responsibility, even if you have young fans? I don't really feel like that. I just feel like I want to speak my truth. Like, I don't really like listening to stuff. Like, I, even like some of the local artists, I'd be like, gang, gang, bang, bang, doom, doom, doom. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not fine. You know what I'm saying? They really pull up on you. You going you same ball? Stop playing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. Yourself, so I think one thing that I really that's what I kind of really I pushed a lot on this album is telling my truth, being oh, like, I, like you guys were talking about, like the weird thing. I have a song on the album, like basically saying, like, I want to turn it into a whole movie, like, it's okay to be weird, like, it be a weirdo, be the best weirdo you can be while you're at it, too, like, it's okay, do you rock out? So, um, I don't, I just want to portray that live your truth, live your best life. I can't, I can't tell you, I can't, I can't tell you about something I don't know about or something that I ain't been through or something that just ain't me. Like, I can't be like, yeah, do this and that because I ain't done that. I don't 
think it's celebrities' responsibility to be yes, your mama's role responsibility. model. That's definitely mm-hmm. your mother's responsibility. Mm-hmm. And if you have to teach your kids to be prepared, right now we in a raw, raw world. Oh. So everything is just put on the face front where it used to be, you know, you just may have, as you got older, you became more exposed to it. Now they're putting it into cartoons. Oh, and it's yeah. just, mm-hmm. we're very, it's very exposed. So now it's really the parents' due diligence to say, this is right, this is wrong. Do not allow your child to follow the media to say right from wrong or to de- to determine their morals. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not right. You have to, you, you raise your child. You don't allow the industry or social media or music to raise your child. Mm-hmm. Although, because if the industry raised me, I listened to Trina at 13. You understand? So, so it could have got real ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that. It could have been really mm-hmm. ugly. So, it could have been, and I was listening to Kaya and right, right, Fox right, Boogie right, Brown. Right, right. And so, yeah, they talked very nasty. And I used to rap these, I used to like sing them, but I was raised a certain way. So, consciously, I knew I like this song that That's I'm going to talk like Sugar nothing. Honey I Sing. But, it's just like it's getting hot in here. Oh, yeah. Take the craziest thing is, I feel like so yeah. many of that messaging went over my head. Yeah. When I was and then, and I would be singing it in my. Yeah, somebody would be like, "Stop singing that song," and I'd be like, "Boy, I like the song." <laughs> it'd be the beat, and be like, "No, you can't sing that. It's a bad song." Shaggy, it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> I was singing that though. Like hell. <laughs> Back to we got to be honest with ourselves. Mm. The majority of kids that are listening to the types of music that we're listening to typically are coming from urban backgrounds and they may or may not have both parents in the house. And even if they do, you know, have a parent in the house, that parent may be working, maybe, you know, and I'm not saying it's again, you know, uh, the industry's responsibility for that parent, but we can't be, you know, um, we can't be oblivious to the fact that this child, you know, may or may not be raising themselves. So the music that they're intaking, you know, is affecting them and it is, you know, having a um, impact on the way in which that they you know present themselves to the world or the ways that they think about stuff and process stuff you know what I mean like we have artists now that and I feel like hip-hop has really changed in a way because it's now glorified you know doing drugs at some point it was rapping about selling drugs but now it's about doing drugs we got artists that are on live nodding off these kids are listening to this music and they're literally doing the same thing so you can't completely you know take the hand of responsibility off of your artistry because you do know the impact because sound is energy and when energy touches and it it, it impacts people so we can't you know we can't not sit here and be like oh no you know I, I'm not gonna be held responsible for that like but you know see, also, to some extent you are responsible for that not saying you have to raise their kid that's just my opinion oh yeah so yeah because so, I don't think like you're responsible for it. And you're I responsible think, for your music. Yeah, well, for your for music. For the types of music that you make, so you can't take that's your the energy off. you're in and you're feeling. I respect it. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying. I respect the artistry. I even respect the fact that you're making the music. All I'm saying is own up to the type of music that you're making. I that's feel it. like, too, I feel like 
in this like generation again as I'm looking back into that people are not making music to like really genuinely make music they're making music just to make money like mm-hmm. so that's people true. are not even taking it as serious as they used to that's why when Nicki Minaj said you know like I do this shit from my heart like this shit that I do like I, I take time mm-hmm. and making you know my and you can hear it in certain you can hear it right I gotta listen to you that's why I've been listening because I'm listening to you when I leave but just saying listen to her I know she's not playing like she giving it her all for a reason this is what she always wanted to do you got people that's really just doing it because oh somebody mm-hmm. said oh that sound right yeah. click clack bang bang and you like oh my god he really got on off of that like we looking at them and they're like nodding off and they're they're in the club smoking weed all night hold on let her finish so my thing is i feel like when people are taking i think in this they need to stop letting people just come on the scene and they're you can tell you genuinely can tell they're not serious but they don't they're not serious and that's why certain people will you know Mm -hmm. what i mean look up to the wrong people just for the simple fact that's what we're we're getting put out if the culture is responsible like i don't i don't want to take our hand off of acting as if that we're not responsible for the types of music that we make. The culture is very much responsible. I'm sorry. Doing six perks and popping okay. up okay. It's never going to be okay to put in a never. song knowing <laughs> your fan base. I'm sorry. Period. Charlamagne. For instance, I was just saying like the music we listen to was that song with Jim McCow. But it's I've catchy. I've never heard that. It's catchy. But it's a lot of songs that I've heard that go Interesting. If Chance the Rapper, if you listen to some of his oh, stuff, it's like that. weird in the way that he uses words, but it's not whack but like I'm that. Like, say it's not weird. whack. Right. That's, that's the thing. thing. Yeah. I'm saying some of these people know are really whack. Right. Like, right. Like, it really comes down to the artistry. It's yeah. about money. So a lot yeah, of these so days isn't it about artistry, but everything yeah. comes full circle. Yeah. So you had a time and day where it was about the artistry. Right now we're in that era and it can transition. It can take Zuki. Zuki, you can be the transition. You understand? So we're it's the 80s it was the 90s you know like so now we're in the 2000 whatever yeah and the 10s <laughs> this is strange like nobody's really but making music to like feed your substance like right. nobody's Except making music hey, right. so, like, <laughs> I was trying to say so, like, so, seriously like nobody's making music where you just sit there and be like yo that's crazy or, or telling stories there are people it's They're just what you choose to listen to you know. there are people I think a lot of it is they don't really look for that. They look to see if you're marketable and coachable. Yep. And then a lot of, like, if you look at who's out, a lot of them are young. Like, the little pump boo who was like, uh, Ashmo, uh, um, he's like 17. He, he don't even have that mentality to be like, whoa, right. this is for the kids. Like, he don't think don't like that. That's why Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. But that's why it's important for your kids, OGs, and the people that surround you. Like you said, you know, Sat being able to put you on to someone who can manage you and understanding, um, um, who that type of person is and who you are to make sure that this is the right blend and that you're going to be protected. Yeah. That's important. But a lot of these people don't have that. So I'm not going to say, you know, it's not 
when I say the responsibility, it's not just the artist. It's the people that are around this artist. You feel mm. what I'm saying? It's the team. It's the culture. Like, mm. we got to do a better job. Like, yeah, let's put out these turn-up songs and all of that. But come on. Like, we got a whole generation of kids that have to work one day yeah. and actually mm. be a part of society. And I'm scared if I got to go and get a heart transplant by one of them. Because <laughs> I don't know if they're really capable of doing this. Because they so damn high when they were 17. But not all of them. Because the ones that's going to be in that, yeah, yeah, in yeah. that lane you know what I mean. Be in that Even lane. at McDonald's, I don't want to pull up. And you're the kid that's giving me my sandwich. I'm not sure you made that right. <laughs> yeah, but then like, I'm kind of scared. I'm, I'm concerned. No, yeah, but I mean, like, I was missing I, an egg the other day on my sandwich. You feel me? You ever look at that? You be like, you had one job. Word. Where is the rest of my sandwich? sandwich? Remember, I showed you that. Yeah, one job. That's what I thought of. My egg and his Percocet bottle. You feel what I'm You're tripping. Y'all are tripping. But um. But no, what I was saying was going back to what you said about like the people around you. Yeah. That is true. The people around you do go in effect to how you move. But just like Bobby Brown, when he didn't want to listen to his manager and tell him what he needed to do, he wanted to do his own thing. He That's all he wanted to do. Get high, get high, get high. He didn't want to listen. It took him to lose everything. Sometimes that's what happens. It takes yeah. for somebody. So Yo, this links back up from the conversation that we was having earlier. It takes for somebody to really lose everything. To, to lose back. yourself. To lose your ego. To lose your pride. To Look. lose your selfishness. Look, y'all not even peeping right now. Everything. She's not even talking about things. To lose She's talking about characteristics. She's talking about life. To realize, like, I gotta be a better me. Mm-hmm. Like two people around me, I gotta be because everybody wants to be better for me. Right. Like everybody wants to build me up. Everybody wants me to be on the statue so we can all win. Right. But if I don't win, how are we gonna all win? win? Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like I don't think people realize that like your ego, your self consciousness, all that plays in effect oh, to yeah. who you are mm-hmm. and who your team is. Like people can deal with you for so long. People can rock with you because they believe in you. But the moment that you really keep getting people to be like, yo, like you keep fucking up. Like you keep doing the same thing, you keep doing this. I can't keep putting my all. I can't put my effort into somebody that's not giving me nothing. Right. How can you do that? That makes no sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, oh my God, we talked about so much. Like, Bazooka G. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's great to be able to sit here and talk about this, you know, with different, you know, women. Like, so. Mm-hmm. Even when we came and thought of, when Diamond thought of the idea, and we all came to sit down for the first time, like the energy in here just be like lifted. But let's talk about that Zukaji. Yeah, yeah Zukaji dropping. Uh, first quarter of the year, Zukaji will be dropping. Um, I'm dropping a lot in January. I got the Zukaji commercial we dropping in January. We got, uh, I got this one song on my album called YouTube, which the video is gonna be crazy mm-hmm. like this is this is by far the best work i've ever done in my life like, i think we got a taste of that at the- oh for sure yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 we played youtube yeah. was the first one we played mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. so that that video is it's gonna be crazy that i can't even you just gotta see that for yourself i can't even describe that video is gonna be crazy that's dropping uh probably mid-january we're gonna drop that video and um we're just gonna keep i'm dropping all year mm-hmm. so it ain't it ain't really no consistent yeah it ain't really no sleep Right, right. But I'm cool with that. I just interviewed Crystal Coleman. Um, she's a publicist. Um, she actually works with Trina. Oh, that's what's um, Yeah, she's dope. Oh, yeah, I see that. And so she was talking about how, like, you know, you know, <clears throat> I asked her, can artists in today thrive back, like, if social media did, did not exist, could they still thrive? 
And I was speaking specifically about Cardi B, and she was saying that she believes that Cardi B absolutely would be able to thrive without social media because of her personality mm -hmm. and her work ethic. So she was like, you know, when if you know she had the opportunity and things still aligned for her to be on, she would still be being great. The thing about it is, is that you know we go straight to social media when we want to hear from her. Back in the day, we would have had to wait until she was on Entertainment Tonight, okay. and then we would hear whatever she had to say. She was like, that was the only difference. But she was also talking in reference to um, just you know the way that. Um, that artists today are now coming up and being able to promote their music mm -hmm. on their platforms. You know, so talk to me about some of those different ways that you kind of get your music out there. You know, is it just social media or do you use any other avenues? Well, like before, it's funny, we just, I was just talking about uh, like different like marketing and different uh, promotions that I want to do. Like I'm a people person. I like to, before, before uh, this, this particular project, when I dropped my last project, I was like out on the strip. Like people thought we were selling drugs. Now we selling CDs. Like that's how they. That's that's really how they used to know me over north. Like oh, that's the girl that be singing. I used to walk around north, east, west, any side. I'm good at all the hoods, baby. Mm -hmm. All the hoods. I'm walking around just singing. Like yo, check my CD out. Yo, check my CD out. Yo, check my CD out. Like that's really what I. And people used to like really like that. Like I'm like getting up and personal, and I liked it too. Honestly, like I'm meeting new people, making new friends. Like oh, what's up? Like you know what I'm saying? Building a fan base. Yeah. So it's like. Now that social media is so present, you can really get crafty on there, like for real. Um, I think I think it's it's easier, honestly, because I can really just all right, here it go, y'all. If I wanted to, here it go, y'all. Take it, like, and they. That's what people. I feel like that's what people look for, because for one, people lazy, for real, people lazy. Like they don't really want to like go to the store and buy CD. And somebody just told me the other day, Best Buy don't even sell CDs no more. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's a lot of places. Target don't even sell. Yeah, CDs I was like, oh wow. So I don't know, but. I feel like people look for that mm -hmm. as far before they'll actually look for a CD. I think they'll look for the link mm -hmm. before they'll look for a CD. Like, oh, where the link at? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Everybody got their, you know, the aux cord. Yeah, they got the tin. They got Bluetooth. But see, CDs had all the pictures. They had the lyrics. Right. And then you could read it. You could read the lyrics. Oh, so what? You write all your music, right? You write all your music. Oh, yeah. Everything is about Everything is about You be putting CDs in there? Yeah, well, I, of course, I didn't bring it upstairs yet from the basement. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My point is that. Hard copy. Black girl okay. talk too much. Right. Gotta get. You know what I'm saying? Autograph. We doing autograph. I'm talking about. It. Lit. I got. I'm, we we doing packages. We ain't even like. I'm trying to tell y'all. That's lit. That's lit. It's about to be. It's gonna be crazy. Get you a package if you know what's good for you. Okay. You know what? That marketing is so important. Oh and yeah. Back to the interview with Crystal. She also talked about, and I was asking her. I said, you know, how can. Um, I can't think of the exact question right now, but basically we went into detail about how, you know, right now is all about visuals as far mm -hmm. as that's what we were talking about promotions, oh, actually yeah. promoting the artist. And she was like, you know, now that we're in a social media era, you know, she's able to, she was able at one point to use Twitter and, you know, get people's um, information out. Now it's Instagram. It's about visuals mm -hmm. and videos. And so she, I was saying, you know, how do you guys come up with those, you know, really good visuals? Like if you ever even watch just Beyonce stuff, you know what I mean? And just see, just the way that they put these things together. I said, how do they come up with that? And she said, it's about getting off of Pinterest, going to the library, opening up some photography, some videography, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And actually studying the people oh, yeah. that's come before you and really creating those visuals. So how are you guys kind of crafting that? 
that's exactly what we do. Honestly, I didn't think of that until Yanni. Uh, we, Yanni is like amazing. She's like, I can't even. Yanni is just amazing. She does a lot for like she styles me. She does a lot. Nice. She's just amazing. She um, she's just amazing. <laughs> so for real, like she is. She's very creative. But she like helped me to make treatments, and she's like, Yo, look at this. Like go back, look at all this old stuff, and see what you like out of it. Pull it out. We'll make it yours. And we'll rock out like that. And then also just being in a room with a bunch of creatives mm-hmm. is like so dope to just bounce ideas mm-hmm. off each other until it's mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. idea. So it's like, oh, that's crazy. And I, I, I agree with the social, with the uh, visual marketing from even how it appears coming down your time from the cover. Like everything, like the lighting, like I could take a picture over there and the lighting is off. I bet it'll probably get like a hundred. If I take a picture and the lighting is beaming, it'll get like 300 lights. Right. So it's, it's like yeah. everything is like. Just if I take a picture and it's got a pink background, people gonna feel that just because it's so mm-hmm. vibrant. Like it's like so like, and I before I even drop, I study like I study marketing, I study algorithm on Instagram because I noticed that if you use the the automatic joint that they give you, you don't really. I don't even do that no more. But when I was, I'm like I don't really get it. Nah, something ain't right here. I'm tired of putting my three dollars on this joint. Like nah. So then I really started studying algorithm, and I'm like, now I got fans from like Malawi, Nigeria, like all types of different places, just from like really like getting deep into how the algorithm worked on Instagram. And it's like, even like just from commenting uh, back to someone, it keeps your post relevant. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, it's like so much like it's like so much with marketing. Like I really just be like, mm, yeah, yeah. What else do I know? So, right. And that's it. That is important. I was watching this um, one guy. He speaks often on the industry and just how rappers and artists can, you know, continue to get engagement on their posts. And one thing he talked about was don't post the same thing so many times oh, on the yeah. same cover because after people have seen it one time, they've registered in their brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen this already. Yeah. So if I see it again, I'm less likely to. I might click it, and then if I see it the third time, I'm definitely not clicking this. Exactly. You posting the same picture unless they really, really, really support. Yeah. So let's talk about some of that support. Do you feel like, you know, and ladies, you can weigh in on this, you know, um, do you feel, do you right now in this moment in your career, do you feel actual genuine support towards your dreams? Oh, yeah. I do, definitely. Like, it's amazing. You can, you can see it, for real. Like, you can see it, for real. Uh, like, people reach out to me and send me, like, random, like, just... And like just to encourage me, inspire me to just keep going. Like they see, like they're loving the movement, they love everything I'm doing, and they just like, yo, we just really want you to win. I think that's what I hear a lot. Like not only do we like your music, but they want you to win. Like they're rooting for you to win. So it's like that's love right there. What about y'all, ladies? You feel right now in this moment, you have support pushing you towards your dreams? No, no. <laughs> Way too much. I think honestly. I will say this may sound cliche, but I feel as though us connecting with each other helps me and it stays motivated. And mm-hmm. I know you guys got my back. I know my mom always got my back. Like, you know, my boyfriend has my back, you know, and my dad. Like, yes, I do feel support. And that, but really to me, it's, it's the people that's close to me because I'm the type of person where it can be a ton of people on the outside saying yes I got you but if them people close to me mm-hmm. it will affect me like I will feel but like I'm not but do the people around right. you actually know your dreams and what you want to do yes what about you um yeah like how transparent I is um, okay so I didn't know what I wanted to do let's be clear you know when you're younger you're like oh I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this 
that's how I was. And my mom and everybody was all into health. So I was like, oh, I'm being nervous. Went to college for that, did it that after the first semester. Because <laughs> it was just too much. And I was like, what am I going to do? And I was still undecided until the end of my sophomore year. Then I was like, yo, what do I really want to do? I, that's when my life kind of like flipped. Kind of got depressed. And I started writing poems and TV shows and movies. And then I got into mass comm. I was like, all right, this is cool. All right, let's do TV. And then I was still writing movies and TV shows. And I was like, all right, this is not what I want to do. It's not enough. Like, it's not enough for me. Like, I want to tell more stuff than this. So then I started writing music. And then from there, I was like, I don't know about this. So then I came to India in March, April of this year. And I was like, all right, so I think I'm going to start taking this kind of serious now. Like, I have a lot of music that I write. But I don't, I don't know how people are going to perceive me. Like, I don't want to be made of a, as a joke. Because I feel like now in this industry, a lot of women are doing it because they think it's just fast. Or mm-hmm. I can get in the light. Or everybody's going to want to catch my wave. And they're not really seeing enough. And I was like, I don't know how people are going to perceive me. Diamond was like, I showed Diamond my video the other day. She was like, Dre. Girl, I thought you was going to be talking about popping pussy. I was like, what? <laughs> no. She was like, oh, my God, Drea, like, you can really rap. And I was like, oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, I saw it. It was dope. And I, I was like, yeah, girl. I was, was like, you posted, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. That was dope video. And I was like, because I took the other ones down because I wasn't really secure in myself. That's the thing. You got to be secure tell, in your dream. You can mm-hmm. tell your the confidence. Difference. Yeah. Yo, and that's crazy. first started Because my old like, videos and my archives, you know, when you don't want nobody to oh, see yeah, nothing on Instagram. But you want to keep it, you put it in your archives. <laughs> that was me. Like, all my videos in my archives. But I was like, yo, I have to be secure within myself. And I feel like I'm now becoming mm-hmm. like, all right. I got this. I can do this. Like, I can do this. So now my friend, like, my friends, India, my friends, everybody is just like, yo, like, all right, Dre. Okay. I think that's how, like, it first started. I got that, like, I was telling people what my vision was before I dropped again, and it was just kind of like, girl, go ahead. Like, you might as well just make a mixtape, do a cover song, do something. Like that. <laughs> it was like, people, like, really laughed, and I'm telling people, this is my vision. I'm going to do this. We're going to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We're going to push it. I want to take over the state. I want to take over this, do that. And they like, all right, we'll see you. And now it's like, yo, let me get a feature. Nah, I'm cool. Because remember, you'll see me. Yeah. <laughs> Book me busy. You was okay. What <laughs> about you, Don? So, uh, last year, well, I always knew what I wanted to do. Like, I'm very talented in a lot of things. Um, but last year was probably the worst year ever because I literally got rid of everyone that everyone ever seen me with like everybody that was ever cool with because at that point I was not happy with myself but then like this year has been like the best year ever for me and going to 2019 shit gonna get crazy <laughs> but just saying thank God for you know last year like I don't know if I'm not you know what here she goes Janir's been, she's Janir's been messing with me like every day Janir's been messing with me you know what me and Janir had to go and go eat some sushi and then no, we you're back home you want to come too no, Listen, just saying um, last year was really a bad year for me but this like going first of all this year went by fast yeah. but I grew so much oh, I can't seriously. wait for 2019 okay so period everybody that's around me Y'all are like motivating me. Just just like this podcast is like everything right now. Like we we all are like I guess motivating each other. Yeah, I feel like we're sisters. Yeah, yeah. we're sisters. We so, so, together. Thank God for the podcast. Hey, so we're we're together. together. 
kind of get out of work mode i've been like so just okay. my life is crazy for real it's like if i'm not with my child i'm in the studio if i'm not in the studio i'm planning my next move not playing my next move i like to sleep so it's like i don't really <laughs> period and someone just kind of has to really deal with, with that, that. that and also deal with how focused i am just like you gotta wait right like i work right. i work too goddamn hard for this you gotta wait right so i'm trying to like i don't know try to get out i'm trying to be a little more social yeah I'm trying to go out more, I guess, a little bit, but we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah. New Year's coming, you know, you might feel the need to mingle. Another <laughs> <laughs> question for you. I want to know, you're, at, you're an artist, so if you could name a rapper and a song that best describes your life right now, what would it be? Under 30 water. seconds, go. Soap and water. Soap and water. Soap and water on, on, on Zuki. So yeah. yourself Yeah. and soap and water. Soap and water. Okay, she's getting light shit, but it'll yeah. <laughs> Her music is so unique, yo. It's dope. It's dope. Okay. All right, look, we running down. We on one minute. I need a sixty second freestyle. Give it right. to us. Let me see. Let me see what I got for you. Every time I think I wrote a hit, I write another one. Yeah, ho, I'm really with the shit. Just bought another gun. I remember niggas wanna smoke, now they wanna. Now we come in everything full circle, they don't wanna. Paul so flat, had to throw a spare on it. Had to drop a couple trips just to get the clear on it. I'm good in my hood, I'm good in my hood, I'm good in my hood, yeah. Good in my hood, I'm good in my hood, I'm good in my hood, yeah, yeah. I'll be the 